Yo, 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 what's up everybody? My name is Bond and I have to poop. I'm Ricker. Enjoy. say the f word can you hear me sorry my computer's fucking trash oh are you recording i am now oh what's going on um ricker and bond another sunday in the simulation is that what this is fuck if i know twitch has defeated me once again and I also think my Ableton settings are different right now. And so that's a little bit annoying. And I'm a little bit tired. And good, good day to pod, you know what I mean? Good day to pod. You're on vacation. <laughs> You're chilling in the sun. Not a worry. I am? You realize it's Sunday at 10.50 and you just let out. Oh. <laughs> Is is that uh, a first-hand scenario? My life. Is that your your life right now? The life you're living? Yes. Nice. Where are you it's at? What I'm you living. doing? It's just life when you're. I'm in Palm Springs, ah. California. The Tucson Celebrating. of California. What's today? Sunday, May thirtieth. Oh, Memorial, Memorial Day. Day? Yeah, yeah, that's a thing, huh? You, you, you telling every old Vietnam vet you see that they did a good job or what? Okay, you're the man. <laughs> Thanks for that one thing you did. And this guy was like, yo, I just did data entry. I'm like, you sure <laughs> did, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for Vietnam your service. Area, dude. I wonder what the paper pusher stuff was for like... 80s and 90s boys just like entry the entry papers having to letter they also get the same uh, the same props what's the least you can do in the what's the least you can do in the military to get a flag over your casket a flag over your casket you could I mean I think if you got a military ID man you're in once you die, maybe. I wonder what kind of data they use. I'm down like to join. A data server. You think they use Amazon? Just a quick little... You know, I think Amazon does on a military contract. 
Yeah. Actually. Probably a lot of stuff they got to keep on some kind of computer. Damn, I hope it's encrypted. Uh, I can crack it, dude. (laughs) Hope hope it's it's, it's probably uh, safe. Hope it's not like a a giant percentage of people that could crack pretty important government stuff and they just don't have a desire to, so it's safe. They're like, if they do, they probably just they probably just work for Amazon already. (laughs) And and if they work for Amazon, they don't even have to they don't even have to go that hard. They just they just pop into the office and they're like, oh, is this is this the Navy's data? Is this the best you can do, Jeff? <laughs> Dude, I, I can see their next plans right here. Jassy. Jassy really just... I'm 17 did... and I cracked him too. Jassy, man. Everyone's hmm? still saying Bezos. Everyone's like, yo, Bezos. It's Jassy in the helm. And the realm. I used there used there's a Jassy. Yeah. Jassy's just a CEO. He's not a founder. He's not super villain Bezos building rockets and like making AI and you know. He's just Bezos made AI. He's like he's like Tim Cook. Tim Cook's not Steve. This is true. Hmm? This is true. This is true. Bezos was Tim great. Cook's not Steve. Bezos, Bezos. Sundar Pichai isn't isn't uh what's his face? Bezos know. just like was like, hey guys, you know you know capitalism. This is capitalism on steroids. I was saying that he he was the uh, he pushed the the visionary part like Steve did, except he also seemingly was a great operationalist as well. Because Steve is like, I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably say Tim Cook is a better runner of uh, the company than Jobs. Um, you know, I don't know. Actually, Tim Cook did take him from a trillion to two trillion in less than a year. This is what I'm saying. Very However, neat. Steve Jobs took him from literally bankruptcy to what they were before he died this is true as well i think so it's kind of like you built the company kind of like you built the company twice that's not the best thing ever uh speaking of the i wanted to talk well they went to bankruptcy because he wasn't part of it he was fired ah that is to be a bit different Apple, you ever heard of them? Yes. Actually, Apple. you know what? Can you text this article to me? I'm going to send it to Alexander right now. Apple hiring We were just having a discussion. With cryptocurrency. This is kind of a weird headline, but there's a job description for a alternative payment position. Um. Mm-hmm. Apple Inc. Dude, it, I was I was thinking in my head the this came out like a couple of days ago, and I was like, dude, job posts are some of the most news breaking things that could happen in like business industry. People are just scouring Indeed.com and and Zillow, not Zillow. Uh, there used to be another job ad site, but 
there's scouring stuff for positions to, to break news, but Apple Inc. has posted a notice for a business development manager with cryptocurrency experience. They said this position will be responsible for end-to-end business development, including screening partners, negotiating, and closing commercial agreements, and launching new programs. Um, key qualifications said they should possess a five-plus year experience working in or with alternative payment providers such as digital wallets, BNPL, which we all know what that is, John Bonjan. BNPL? Yeah, obviously. Everybody knows, dude. I don't know. Buy now, pay later. Everybody knows, dude. Oh. Fast payments, cryptocurrency, etc. Oh, oh, what was that before? Etc. Cryptocurrency? You know, I just had a discussion with my good friend, and he was like, do you think Apple will ever make a cryptocurrency? And I said, no, I think they'll make a really, really, really state-of-the-art, fucking awesome, just works wallet. Yeah. I just, you know, they can just does everything. Imagine if they... Are there wallets on the App Store right now? Yeah. Bitcoin? Are there? Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you know him by name? Rainbow Wallet's a good one. That's it's probably store. the best. It's probably the best looking Ethereum wallet, in my opinion, on the App Store. Then there's MetaMask. Oh yeah, which is which is pretty popular, but I don't really like it because like I don't really like the design. You can't see the balance of your coins a lot of the times, and it's also kind of slow. Rainbow Wallet is also really slow and clunky, but like they all are. It's like a new space, so you don't really expect much. I was thinking in my head, I I, I wasn't thinking that wallets are on the App Store right now, but I was thinking if Apple took a percentage of transactions that the wallets made instead of just like the income of the of what the app makes. That's how that's how they get that percentage, right? Hmm. Well, how does how does Apple make their, like, their money off the App Store apps? Um. Well, you have to pay a hundred dollars to um submit the app, and then if you have something in your app where like you pay for something, then they take a percentage of that. But in these wallets, there's no like payment things. Like Coinbase has a wallet as well, um, MetaMask and Rainbow Wallet. Those three wallets, you can't buy crypto on them. You need to send them from an exchange. You can switch crypto for other crypto, but you can't like... Oh, wait, never mind. That's not true. That's not true. Rainbow Wallet, you can buy Ethereum with Apple Pay directly in the app. So maybe they take a percentage of that because that's Apple Pay. I would still think that there'd be some transit uh, money off the top of, of, of swapping currencies. Mm. <laughs> No, Apple doesn't take that right now. That's all sent to the miners. Hmm. I was thinking about that with Apple. What else is Apple saying in these jobs? Lead a partnership program with key players in the alternative payment system, payments ecosystem, providing industry insights and market opportunities to Apple cross-functional teams, including alliance, product engineering, and marketing, to influence business strategy and product roadmaps for the growth of Apple Pay and wallet services. Let's see what Apple wallet services is. Because that 
was capitalized. Apple Wallet go hard, bro. Apple Wallet Apple. Services isn't a great Google search. Well, then why capitalize it? Because it's a product. And if it's a product, why am I not getting great hits on Google search with 42,500,000? 500,000 results in 0.99 seconds. You're getting how many? I'm getting 225 million. For Google results? For Apple Wallet, yeah. Apple Wallet services. Oh, they're just... Apple Wallet services just means Apple Pay holding your cards in the wallet and holding your holding your um your like tickets and stuff and also the Apple credit card. Maybe that's what it means by services. And the Apple, Apple just wallet. Wants a sweet little cryptocurrency in there so people will use it all the time. And go I don't think Apple else. will do that. You don't think they're gonna have a sick cryptocurrency wallet? I think they're gonna have a wallet but not a their own currency. A wallet for cryptocurrency? Perhaps, but not anytime soon. <laughs> they got to take a couple years. They got to be the last ones to do it <laughs> and just make it the best, just change the game. They got to have they got to make sure that the the that the the infrastructure of of the world is is 10 years down the line before they're like, "Hey guys, guess what you're going to use now?" <laughs> Hey guys, you know, everything you've been doing it for 10 years, you've been doing it wrong. This is how we're going to do it now. Oh man, that'd be great. Apple I'm, Apple would have a lot of fun with that. I'm interested to see how they handle privacy with that. I also wanted to bring up the the marketing of Apple going super public with advertising of their privacy right now. Uh -huh. I, th I thought that was interesting because... They're just putting out hella commercials on like, yo, Apple, do you think of privacy? And I was thinking of what in the zeitgeist right now is uh, beneficial for them to, to go hard on public market share of privacy. In a world where everyone hates Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. In a world See, where Mark Zuckerberg is actively is, campaigning to, to keep it so that it's legal that he can track you no matter what you do. Tim Cook is like, yo. Not only is what you're doing fucking lame, it's immoral. So we're going to do the opposite and we're going to go hard and be like, yo, Facebook doesn't care about you. You are just a product to them. We care about you. And, you know, I don't think that Tim Cook likes Mark Zuckerberg very much. In fact, there was a thing, I forgot what it was. It might've been the Cambridge Analytica or something like that. But an interviewer asked Tim Cook, what would you do if you were in the same situation as Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook right now? And Tim just said, we would never be in this situation. It would never happen because we don't treat our customers like shit. Oh, well. So. Yeah, it seems like on the on the surface, it's kind of Facebook ad based. But there's always something under the surface that I'm interested in. I thought that yeah, was so. So Facebook's going hard on the privacy. I mean, sorry, which Apple. Al which Facebook also just means that yeah, right. The, which also just means that Apple is using your data instead of Facebook, and they're making a moat around it instead of giving it to other people. Well, the thing about Apple, how they use your data, they say, what did they say? Something called cluster privacy or something, 
where they don't take your individual data to like, like make your experience better. What they do is they take a cluster of iPhones and then they take all the data from that and then they feed you data that way. So like if you're on the road and you're driving and Apple maps, isn't going to take your specific car and be like, okay, your car is slowing down. Um, I'm going to say there's traffic in this area. It's going to take all the cars at once and be like, okay, these 30 cars here are going to count as one phone. So it's still pretty anonymous. That's the best way I can explain it. Sure. Makes sense. Whereas Facebook, it's like, John Ricker's phone was here at this time and he also likes soccer and he's also wearing this shirt today. Mm -hmm. There's a, a, a big um, difference I'm kind of seeing in people that are super into, into the crypto and or DeFi space where like there, there's different levels of privacy wanted and like just a kind of a normal retail person that's just kind of living life, going to Walmart, using an iPhone and someone who wants like complete control over who and what has their data, what it's used for. And if they're even allowed to have it, it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Very interesting times indeed. But with privacy comes, you know, you got to give up some things that own this experience, of course. But, you know, you get what you get. So it's interesting. Governments, you got to give up stuff to live in a society. But some are like, yo, dude, nah. No, 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 no. I want to choose everything. And y'all got to be okay with that. It's one, yes. one end of the spectrum. And I find that very, very interesting. We should go live in one of those societies for a little bit and see what it's like. So they're trying to, I mean, that's what people are trying to make it. Just people are trying digital. to make it that here is that what you're saying i agree digitally the, there's there's i don't know in america there's also like a, a baked in distrust of the government because that's the root of america and has kind of been marketed to that for a while people don't really realize that they're kind of like <laughs> that's, yeah. what that's what they've been embedded in their brain to think about the government for a minute people, the thing about that is like <laughs> That's understandable, but like people's solution to distrust to the government is add more government, which doesn't make sense to me. I don't like the government, so I want the government to be able to get into my phone. I want the government to be able to impose more restrictions on my life. I want the government to tell me what to do with my money. Like, that's all more government intervention. That's a, I don't think that's a, a very valid solution to what that spectrum is. That's interesting, though. It's very interesting. We 20th? Let's take a pause. Let's okay. take a Kit Kat break.
What's going on everybody? It's Ricker and Barn coming to you steady. It's Sundays when we were recording and you're gonna hear it Monday. Bless the Lord and company. What's Bless going the Lord, on? amen. And company. There's another podcast on Thursday. Yes. What? Yes. I did another podcast on Thursday. It was long. It was like two and a half hours. What was it, the subject? But I realized my... It was just about crypto, but um, my fucking partner is like fucking a uh, great podcaster. Just give me some terrible ideas for the name. His fucking uh, alias or whatever, podcast alias. I don't know what he said, wizard or something. And he wants the name of the pod to be Wizard and Bond. I'm like, dude, what? No. First of all, that sounds too much like Ricker and Bond. And second second of all, it has nothing to do with crypto. Yeah, I would maybe put that top of my um, trying to look for some. I, I was thinking. Hmm. I was thinking like blockchain boys or something. Something dumb. Not bad. Gives you a. I was thinking of the um, the angle of of content in terms of kind of uh like broish is the only word I can think of, but like broish cryptocurrency coverage, news coverage. Not entirely, but just kind of like, you know, the thing I did with reading the Cardano thing and and then like saying it in a different voice that was trying to be like common nomenclature, kind of that angle. Uh huh. I think that'd be fun. Um, how to trade like a chat? No, that's why I didn't want to use broge because it gave it gave a <sighs> different connotation, but. Kind of just like reading something with super technical language and then translating it into a, a kid, a 20-year-old something's easily digestible language in a funny way, funniest way. What's your boy's name? Two Turnt Tony? Excuse me? That one guy who made that TikTok that you liked where he was like, you can't yeah, bring yeah, a yeah. home or yeah. home. What about him? I don't know his name. Yeah, it's like should I get should I should I get him on the pod? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that, I'm sure he'd be the uh, I don't know the dominant force in that field. Yeah, definitely. I didn't like the rest of his content. I got some <laughs>, laughs out of it. I found this one guy, this uh, Asian kid. He's fucking, uh, he, um, I don't want to say dismantles, but he puts up really convincing arguments for, like, woke rants. He'll, like, play both characters, and I'll just be like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's pretty, let me find one, I'll play it for the fucking, uh, I'll play it for the pod, because, you know, why not? Pretty sure I put some in my likes. You kind of broke up, but sure. Wow, one follower. Give me his name and I can screen share. The TikTok has a, a scheduling thing, right? Uh, for posts now. And there's also a, a TikTok desktop app. Oh. 
Oh damn, they're getting serious. You what? Are they fucking? Did they beat a? Uh, they're getting serious. Uh, TikTok. Yeah. What's the man's name? Um, I fucking can't find it. If I can't find it in five seconds, I'm just gonna say fuck it. Asian oh, here man. We go. I'm gonna play it. Can I screen? When boyfriends uh, like other pictures of half naked girls. I also find it disrespectful when girlfriends fantasize about their celebrity crush. No, it's different. How is it different? It's not like we can never meet them because they're popular. It's not like I'll ever get to meet these models because they're popular. If different. you're insecure. smoothie on tiktok he, he broke yeah out i got a little uh, spoken wordish there <laughs> <laughs> that was that went hard because at, at the beginning it wasn't rhyming was it <laughs> um this guy has five hundred fifty-six thousand followers so he's doing all right that's a uh, an interesting channel this is the first one is a little yelly for me but yeah made some made some nice points of the the healthiness of purview of relationships and men's interaction with society there's a, a lady on tiktok that yeah, was saying definitely. um it was like a stitch and someone was saying why do dudes photo sucks on dating apps and she was like well you not a lot of dudes are like very accepted to be like hey bro can you take a pic of me i look i look great right now man can you get me in this this uh background ocean picture and she was she was saying it was yeah uh, that's true. Society accomplish uh, cherishes men more for accomplishment based things. That's why people see like fish photos, a lot of those because you like yeah I caught a big fish. That's a caught a big fish. Yeah. Look at my car. Look at my house. Like and then the girls just like look yeah. at my ass. Well, I, I do like your ass. I'm not knocking any side. It's just it's just biological. But I mean, yeah, you gotta notice the difference. I do enjoy looking at your bottom, lady. Thank you for showing it. I'm sure she. I'm sure she enjoys looking at my car. <laughs> yeah, it's a wrap. I'm sure she enjoys <laughs> looking at my McLaren. Yeah, you like that Toyota? <laughs> you want to go pick up a meatball sub in my two million dollar car, girl? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Just imagine going to Subway with the. Big old meatball sub. Meatball sub used to be like uh, uh, a younger version of, of my, my subway. 
Subway order, dude. But not that. You, you get in like halfway into a meatball sub, you're like, this kind of sucks, dude. I said meatball sub because they're extra messy, <laughs> and I'm just trying to show you that I have so much money, girl, that I don't care if it gets messy in my two million dollar. Why would you the, you going through a subway drive through? In fact, you know what? Let's just go to the car wash with the top off, so I can tell you how much. You're gonna I don't go care into about this car, subway, girl. order a twelve inch. <laughs> meatball sub and put an oregano on it and then go back in your car put the top off hey girl, and then go on the money for rent my money's all tied up in go on shit. the freeway and then get meatballs slapped into your face i'm down u.s covid cases near a pandemic low as travel picks up for memorial day i think underneath that headline is other countries just getting rampage with covid deaths can't be sure but who who was telling me about that <laughs> someone was saying that uh who was saying someone was saying that i'm just gonna say india but i don't know if he was saying india he was saying that like india is obviously getting wrecked but even if they have a vaccine people won't take it because they don't trust their government even more than the u.s doesn't trust theirs could see that. so it's gonna be like way worse for them than it was for US us is probably you know i say this because taking a difference between like surface level, like, Oh, I don't trust my government for some kind of like quasi right leaning people. But in that kind of world of like the super people having into politics, but being shepherded into a super <laughs> bubble that is great for politicians and stuff. You have that realm of like, Oh, I don't really like government. And then you're, you live in the, the USA and you probably just say that like, you're like, oh, dude, I don't like the left. And then there's some people that are like, yo, dude. There's... And that's why I was saying the difference between like the DeFi and like crypto privacy community and people who are just like, I live in the USA and I'm, I've been marketed towards the right leaning side. And I have a couple of talking points that I like to bring up to people so they know that I think this way yeah like, saying that the, the, the u.s trusts the government even by people in that same bubble that are saying like talking the talking point bubble um or are you you trust your government chill <laughs> relax you try if you were spending <laughs> currency with green currency that says U.S. legal tender, right. you trust your government. There's, I don't trust the government because I went to fucking UC Riverside and I was indoctrinated by all the girls with shaved heads. And then there's, I don't trust the government because they deploy yeah, the military yeah. on me. Using currency. There's, like, there's countries that actually want cryptocurrency because they don't trust the, the currency in their government's hands. Yeah, I think, that, like, I think that's oh God, a big bro. Like people who are literally <laughs> fleeing from Venezuela to Mexico because it's so much better. I think that's uh, there's a uh, an episode of a Coindesk podcast with people from a country in Africa talking about using cryptocurrency because they don't really trust the the currency there. Man, I've been reading um, uh, a Ray Dalio series on LinkedIn about credit cycles. I suggest that I suggest to read that. It's called. I'll do a little screen share real quick. But uh, it gives you a nice little macro perspective of currency and, and the cycles that it has seen. And I 
I thoroughly enjoyed reading it, and I think it gives a lot of good information and a perspective of currency. The Changing World Order, Chapter 2, The Big Cycle of Money, Credit, Debt, and Economic Activity. I like Ray Dalio's economic, macroeconomic writing pieces. Even if he has big jowls. I accept you and your jowls, Ray. What does Ray Dalio look like? I always think... Uh, I always think of Ray Dalio as a wrestler. <laughs> <for some> <laughs> <reason>. <laughs> I always think he's a wrestler. Because like Ray Mysterio. <laughs> Ray, yeah, Ray Dalio. I always think he looks, he like, looks that. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. I always get like Hulk Hogan in my mind when you say Ray Dalio. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny as hell. Ray Dalio. His uh, his his work experience just just goes from uh, education. I went to Harvard real quick. Went to whatever CW Post is, and then just boom, forty six years of investment, co chairman, co chief investment. Suck it, dude. This is what I do. I think he did other stuff though. Ray Dalio, what's his what's his net worth? What's he rocking? Uh, his his uh, these days. His firm rocking hard. I'm not sure if his personal net worth, but we can look up his height and net worth. Easy, dude. Looking like a, tw a Google 20.3 billion. One spouse, two children, both dudes. Unless this is a trick. <laughs> 71, dude. Yo, what's up, guys? Dude. I'm just Devin, dude. <laughs> Google did him dirty, bro. Damn. All, all there is for Ray Dalio's son is a car crash and a, a weird-looking photo of him trying to be on a Match.com profile. It must be... I don't want to say it's tough. Oh, he's dead, dude. But it must be... It must be oh, he's dead, dude. Dead? Oh, Devin's dead, bro. Like, what do you think it's... What do you think? Ah, Verizon store, bro. Oh, he's a dead son? Ah, Devin, dude. The death of Devin Dalio. Devin died at died. the store. You know, I, I would, I would assume that they would say he's the son of Ray Dalio. Oh, there we go. Was the son of local philanthropists in Greenwich, dude? Dang, Devin. Sorry, I made fun of you, bro. You're dead. Oh, what's the other one up there? <laughs> Did he kill himself? Oh. All right, dude. Paul, yeah. Paul Paul was a favorite anyway, dude. Paul looks like he should be an actor, dude. He's an actor? Oh, yeah. Wait, he's also dead, dude. American. He's also dead, bro. Look. How did they both He's not die? also dead. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, wait. Oh, no. Oh, now on? he's dead. Oh, everyone's dead. He's not dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Back at it like a crack at it. No. Was that you? Um, give me one second to make sure I'm still recording. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's not dead, bro. Paul. Oh, I was looking oh. at the first one. That would have sucked. I think, didn't like Biden's kid and someone else died? I think it was, it was some politician that had like just hella, like a son die and then like a wife die or something. 
Bertie Madoff oh, kid I mean, killed himself. Yeah. But like You got no better pictures of Devin. Would you Devin? not? Can you get a better picture of Devin than that? Look at that. Look at that <laughs> he looks like a he looks like a Trump <laughs> suit. Devin looks like a guy that wouldn't be afraid to be like, yo, bro, snap me up for Tinder. <laughs> he he's the he's the, the one recently. Yeah, no, dude, super. He's the one percent that does have his bro dudes take pictures of him for his social dating apps. Crash Lame, car, bro. Dang. Lame, bro. Devin was the CEO yeah. of the Dalio family office. I still don't know what a family office is. I have to define that for myself. Isn't that an office that just manages your okay. wealth? Let's do a little. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast. Some families are so rich, they just employ their family to just manage their money. A family office is a privately held company that handles investment management and wealth management for a wealthy family, generally one with over $100 million in investable assets, with the goal being to effectively grow and transfer wealth across generations, eh? So it's just a... A generational wealth office? Dude. Just gonna buy a bunch of fucking castles. <laughs> Pass it down. He's also the co-founder of P-Squared Management Enterprises. So Devin was down with the monies and uh, and, and uh, Paul's, Paul's screenwriter, director, and composer in his first film, Touched with Fire. Inspired by... Oh, that's his, that's cute. But get back the in the office, Overcoming bub. bipolarism? My goodness, dude. Why does why does Paul's... Oh, that's pretty cool. Paul Paul looks like he's high-strung, bro. He looks like he Paul should be... Like he's in... Uh, he, he's in... What's it called, man? Uh, he's in, he's in uh, Queen in the 1980s, bro. Paul looks like he doesn't have to worry about <laughs> a budget. Oh, man. <laughs> Or I don't know. He looks like he's... He went to NYU, so Tish, he looks like he bro. knows what he's doing. Tish. I'm just clowning you. That's like that's like the best... Uh, or maybe I think the second best film school in America. Number one is USC. The first is USC. Number one is Pasadena <laughs> City College film. Pasadena? Pasadena City College. Psychotic episode in 2004 there, Paul. Hospitalized, diagnosed. Yikes, he's uh, seen... Oh, dude, you're a, you're a freaking rapper, Paul? He stopped screenwriter and got into the New York undergrad rap battle scene under the alias Luna. On the alias My goodness, Luna. Luna. Did you go hard? You got any tapes there, Luna? I bet he, did. I bet he went with Luna because he was in, like, Looney. He's like, oh, I'm Looney. Bipolar, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I got to find if I can find one video of Ray Dalio's son rap battling. I really need to. My cat sprayed oh, on me, bro. Oh, hot, dude. Yeah, it was really not cool. I'm not really happy with her right now. But it's really my fault because I didn't spay her. You got you to gotta get your pets neutered and spayed, said Bob Barker. Bob Barker dead, yeah. Bob Bar Barker? Barker, Bob. He died? Oh, yeah, Bob Barker. He's the Bob Barker. Ugh, some some of the famous game show one. I'm gonna say, damn. Um, Bart died. That was fast. Um, 
Come on down. That one. Name your price. Name your price game. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> Bro, you, your, your internet kind of lagged out. And you were saying O, oh, and it was it was the most vocoded O oh I've ever heard on Skype, on 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 the Zoom. It was funny. He said, "Oh, it's oh, pretty oh, weird how we're talking. Pain. It's pretty weird how this is all just ones and zeros right now, huh?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Wires and whatnot. It's pretty nasty. Yeah, way to way to go with that it's infrastructure, everybody. Uh, creating and maintaining that over the years really really dope job you did and i commend you the teams you've built and the amount of telecommunication that are being televised tele i don't know what the root of tele is but i don't know but let's figure it out after the break Oh, this is gonna. <laughs> if there's one, if there's one, if there's one thing that's gonna get flagged, stuck on that Universal. <laughs> Let's see what what company made that. Uh, that's smart of us to literally use the company owned by it, the biggest streaming service in the world. It's uh, it's Warner Records, but I'm sure I'm sure Warner Records is just under Universal somehow. So stuck on that Universal. <laughs> Dude, they really got they really got me by the balls, bro. I'm just trying to listen to Dude and by Fleetwood Mac, dude, and then all I'm thinking of is like, oh man, they're gonna they're gonna get me. They're gonna get me. They say, damn, you guys are going to jail. <laughs> are you Ricker and Bond? Ten years in jail. They're trying to lime wire me, dude. They're trying to put the the federal FBI on my booty, dude. Um, I was saying <laughs> during the break, I kind of humorously said, rest in peace, Devin, dude. And then you got Ray Dalio just over here talking about macroeconomics and how Bitcoin works into it. I was, I, I suggested reading that series. I'm on the chapter three of it. And, uh, I was saying like fiat for a year, right? And I was like, I kind of know what fiat means. I had no idea what fiat meant in like a macro perspective. What does fiat mean? It's uh, the third step of a, a credit cycle, apparently labeled by Ray Dalio. You got hard money, you got your golds, and you got claims on your golds. Um, so like paper money, and then everybody gets too over leveraged, and then the paper money just becomes kind of a hard money that is instead of backed by hard money, is backed by the, the mechanisms of the economy interest rates and whatnot. Mm. Didn't know that until uh, the father of Devin Dalio pointed out for me. You know, rest you in know. peace. Rest in peace, Devin. Rest in peace, or Devin, Paul. dude. No, Devin's, Devin's dead. Paul's over here just being bipolar. <laughs> Damn, he's the rest of the bipolar one. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sure I got all Devin, this money, but no one to love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he did. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't look up a Ray Dalio high. I need to look up a Ray Dalio high real quick. I'm 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 thinking small. I'm thinking a little. Uh, I'm thinking a little short. Uh, it just strikes me as a short man. What do you do when you're with your money when you're 71? It isn't that old? You well, can still do stuff, but it's not like fucking. 
Warren so it, it was interesting because I was he also had a talk that I was listening to about the like the credit cycle stuff. And he, he was like very matter of factly and like mechanically. He's like, yeah, I'm in the stage of my life now where uh, I've kind of accumulated everything, uh, money and knowledge. So now it's uh, I'm just trying to yeah, now I have to uh, distribute the knowledge to other people. And I found it very humorous the way he said it. It was just like, yeah, the third third chapter now. Uh, it's time to take everything I've learned and then just give it to people. I thought that was funny. Ray Daly, dude. Damn, Changing world cool. order and Thanks, principles Ray. for navigating Thanks, Ray, for crises. giving me, instead of the knowledge, give me the money. <laughs> just kidding, I'll take the knowledge. Oh, I would rather. But you know, you want to give me some money I'll too. I'll take the dude. knowledge and I'll use it. If you want to like. I will copy you. If you want to. I mean, like, if you want to throw in some startup cash, <laughs> like. Dad. Like, thinking like 100% I be, money. I can be your new son. Be like, uh, dude, I. Yeah, I can be Devin, bro. <laughs> you got a hole in your heart, dude. I'll change, it, change my name to Devin right now, bro. Oh, that's that's foul. <laughs> I can drip ass like him, Dad. That's foul, dude. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it's like if you were gonna give me hundred percent money instead of like, on that dies of the accident. Uh, uh, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty risk averse, but you know, on the roads doesn't really matter. But you know, I'm not pretty risk averse. Look both ways. Turn my blinker. But then yeah, you just get too. hit by Caitlyn Jenner out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm worried about other people though. Yeah. You hit, get hit by that one person that like is learning to drive, or that one person that knows how to drive, but they decided to drink that day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or that one person that knows how to drive but didn't drink but you know they they caught their girlfriend cheating so they're just like fuck this life they just fucking yeah slam into you yeah i bet like the ones that are trying to be extra cognizant of of safety on the roads are the ones just bashed into dude (laughs) and everyone just devin in their way across the highway or all chilling (laughs) most people don't like if you ever look around on the freeway most people are like doing their makeup texting Jerking off. It's pretty. It's, it's probably safety. <laughs> yeah. That man, Devin, bashed into that Verizon store. <laughs> Dude. That man, Devin, said, and then just flames. Dude. <laughs> I, said, I said to Google, Dan, you couldn't do any, <laughs> any, any other better photos than a Verizon store in flames? Little did I know. What kind of car was he driving? Just a Toyota. Really? I don't know. I kind of thought they said what car. Frank Ocean's brother crashed yeah. into a tree and died. I know someone, uh, an acquaintance of mine that in high school crashed into a tree and died. I think he was a little drifting during during a little rain there. I didn't really yeah. know him, so that's why I'm kind of being a little overly facetious. That seems kind of mean. My friends in high school literally drove like they had extra lives. I was like, bro, <laughs> somebody's going to get like fucking wrecked. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, that's what someone someone did. Dude. How, how many uh, high school deaths you got, acquaintances? <sighs> um, Just one, but I didn't really know him. But like, yeah, just one. Thinking of a range of like, Five to six, maybe seven years. 
class-wise? Might have been like one, two. During when I was in school, there's a couple. <laughs> I remember remember uh, JJ or the the little yes, blonde I kid. Do. Uh, I so there's a girl who died at a rave from my high school. Um, don't know specifically how she how how she died, but so you kind of just yeah. assume drug related, I remember, right? I remember Trent talking about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the only thing I remember about JJ was that we're in we're in the the Verdi house, and JJ has his <laughs> his weird posse. I wonder how that kid's doing, bro. There's a twenty percent chance he's dead already. Um, <laughs> you said that with such confidence. I mean, twenty percent, bro. Like, that's yeah. come on, <laughs> dude. You remember that kid? Uh, God, Donish always brought these weird white kids over. <laughs> always, bro. They look like they're on heroin. What was his name? He was like fucking Tamor's friend. He was a white kid. He was always just like on drugs. He had a Tamor's girlfriend that was friend. always on drugs. Oh, like pretty frequent. Yeah, brown I know hair. You're about. I know you're talking about. I forget his name. Jake? Exactly. Was his name Jake or something? I forget. I don't know. Apparently, I don't, I don't know who told me this, but apparently he's like super Christian now or something. Oh uh, yeah, he, he, I will because he was Mormon. His his oh, family yeah, was Mormon, like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do remember. I think. I think I brought him up to one of the one of the brothers, and, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, dude, he, he like." I think it was a couple of years ago. And he's like, "Yeah, he had a full a full on just coming to Christ <laughs> or coming yeah, to dude. to John Paul Jones, whoever's the the main character of the Mormon Bible." JJ was sitting in the middle of the Verde house, and I think Jay guy was there, maybe, and um, or maybe it was Trenton, dude, someone from San Diego. And it's like, yeah, dude, this this chick died at, say, Coachella, <laughs> and then, and then uh, he was like, yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah, dude, my homie was just was serving hella. Like, I think remember there's a thing called like a, a drug, a brand of the drug called like Tesla. It's like mm-hmm. an orange thing. Tesla then, pill got me playing like a cockpit. Yeah. And the only thing he said was like, oh, dude, my homie probably killed your homie, and then. Me and like Jay Geller just started busting out laughing because I I thought it was the most hilarious thing just because it was so vo- void of <laughs> human relation, dude. <laughs> dude, there was a year I remember oh a couple years God. of Coachella when everybody was doing that. Like, there's there's one kid on TikTok who just does like rave parodies, and it was it was the skit was him playing video games and uh the character's mother comes in he's like yo i had he's like british so i had i had a suite of yours it was the the orange one with the tesla logo on it and then like like an hour later she's just bopping doing dishes really yeah, are you sure was, she was, wasn't was... in the hospital with a ventilator on her? <laughs> you know she's just she's just vibing dude <laughs> dude the thing about those is that people don't know is that you're not supposed to take the whole thing everybody that di- everybody that dies from that drug specifically it's always their first time and they always took a whole one and then oh, there's nothing you can do unless you get your stomach pumped immediately you're done mm. like even like i had a friend in high school who would he would do like fucking drugs every weekend. So he was like, I used him as like the gauge. If he was doing something, I would do like an eighth of that. <laughs> and he would be like, yeah, dude, I just did a fourth of this Tesla pill. It fucked me up. 
<laughs> I was like, dude, oh my God, I can imagine what he's doing to these like 19 year old girls that weigh a hundred pounds. Oh, heart condition too. She had a heart condition. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. She died, dude. Rest, rest in peace, rest in power, dude. Yeah, dude, it's fucking trash, dude. I, I always like, think just, of like just smoke weed, dude. <laughs> I always think of because that's a pretty like you you know cause like your friend group in high school. Sometimes you just have people that are your friends, and then kind of just like not your friends in high school after a while. And it might be different with like females and maybe a smaller a smaller high school. But I'm like, <clears throat> I'm kind of assuming that the. uh the tight knit friend group that was in high school that was, you know, obviously heartbroken that their friend died, probably traumatizing a little bit, but like usually I would assume that high school friends kind of grow apart over the years, either just like yeah. communication, even if like, <laughs> it's also, <laughs> do you see what that, there was one skit one time where it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, dude, my, my best friend is this dude from, from my, my, my homie from high school. And it's like super true, but like you just never talk to him besides like a few years. And then, that's funny because I had that experience, but um, I, I assume like I was curious of the the chicks growing up, if like later in life to how they look back into like a, a friend that died in high school. It's a long time ago. Going to be soon. Oh wait, that's the one I meant to, and the second one was yes, party drugs. Party drugs, dude. <clears throat> yeah. Party drugs is dope band name or something yeah, party drugs. Me, yeah. there's a kid who did suicide um and then kind of later on did that remember that that shooting and like uh there's like a kind of like upper california and it was like a country bar it was on the news for like two seconds yes but homie went to that bar and uh, that's like one of the places you go got yapped dude Oh yeah, you told me, dude. Yeah, it's like the place you go when you're just like, "Damn, there's no way someone's gonna shoot up this place." <laughs> and now every bar, I'm like, "This could be it. This could be the one." Just like a small bar, just with an AR, bro. Like, come on, dude, you were picking this bar. I'm like, come on, it's karaoke. <laughs> like, it's the bashful bandit, bro. <laughs> It's the rooster house, bro. <laughs> there's a giant, there's a giant bear statue. Just dead, dude. Just dead in the afterlife, and be like, homie, just picked the randomest bar, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> like Sam's what? Sam's here has been bartending for years. It's just like what, dude? <laughs> oh god. It's so it's always weird when like you see like a place get shot up, and it's like. You just know there was somebody there who was on vacation. <laughs> just like two percent of the population there just weren't supposed to be there at that time. It's like, ah, oh, god dang it. <laughs> there's a there's a shooting at Trader Joe's in LA like oh, man. two or three years ago. You just know someone that. in there. Was, I, I think one that. person got shot. It was like I think it was the manager. Nice. But Deserved. and no customers <laughs> and no customers. <laughs> but you know someone was there visiting from fucking Tennessee or something. It was like, yo, we pop in a Trader Joe's real quick. I heard about this kombucha experience. thing they got going on. I thought I had to get near. Just want to go get some jam, some jelly, real quick for tomorrow's breakfast. I heard they got just uh, the, the best kind of produce that you could find. So I just went in there. Next thing you know, someone's getting dot 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 dot. dot. <laughs> Actually, went to that Trader Joe's last week, and I was like, for some reason, I felt the name. I was like, dude, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
what's it what is what is an event i felt like like yo, i gotta leave bro i feel like i've had that feeling before at least once it's me every time i go to the movies i did at, at um flogna i had that feeling oh yeah flogna was an easy target for sure Oof. i was All going I, I was heightened anxiety that was like one of the only times where I was like, boy, this is this is not fun right now. That was like the height of shootings, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. You get like a vantage like, from Dodger Stadium. Are you kidding me? Be- yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like, LA, I was LA just like about to say, with, uh... I was just about to say, that'd be fun as hell, bro. Like, obviously not fun, but I like it. Yeah, is LA's pretty good with their security when it comes to concerts. Boy. Like, I, I know there's... I feel like one person would have been like, yo, I feel like someone could like totally just spray bullets from Dodger Stadium. Maybe put a security guard up there. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just at the meeting the week before, like, all right, guys, uh, events, we got a big one, Flogna, been coming up for a while. Uh, we got, you know, you got the exits over here, so you get your, your fire marshals over there. And you say, yeah, Paul said, yeah, um, so I was thinking, a lot of people, right? You know, people, a lot of people congregated, like, yep, yep, yep. And, uh, you know, there's kind of like a mountainous area and then you kind of go up and there's just like a sick vantage point, like the Dodger, Dodger Stadium. I was wondering if we have any one up there because, you know, and it's like, oh, that's yeah. a great idea, Paul. I think didn't do that, but oh, we'll do that. We'll do that. Dude. Oh, Paul, that'll never happen. How's someone going to get a bunch of guns and all that ammunition and then, all the way the, up there? Cut off, cut off during that mid-sentence and it's just... <laughs> You gotta wait until like literally the height of YG's performance <laughs> when there's <laughs> when there's gunshots in the song so that nobody Bro, knows the difference. That's what was happening during Kanye, dude. Kanye had that one song where he's saying, and me yeah. in my heightened state was like, Oh my god, I'm about to get shot, dude. Bro, you know how I used to work at concerts, right? <laughs> I was playing the song during intermission and I played uh, one dance by Drake. And at the end, there's a, it's like, I need a one dance. I got in trouble. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. I could see, I could see that being a, being a foul ball there. Don't want that to happen. I think there was another incident too. Oh, Eminem. Some people were like, yo, Eminem, you got to stop using fucking gunshots in your concerts, bro. And Eminem was just like, just don't come to my shows. I'd rather solid you just point. not come. Solid point, solid point. Yeah. If you're scared, just stay home where it's safe. I wonder how Marshall's mental state is. He's probably just angry all the time. Think so? He's probably still angry at his mom. <laughs> Dang. So, some some childhood traumas you just can't overcome, eh? I wonder what James Franco's up to. What did he do that was, was in the news that was negative? Uh, apparently he's been doing some like sexual harassment stuff on set, but I, I think I saw something that he was like texting little girls or something, but I'm not sure. But his good buddy, uh, Seth Rogen was like, yo, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck um, that guy, dude. I low key, low key feel like he was just saying that to s- save face for his career because, okay. you know, Seth Rogen and a Seth Rogen jokes. Yeah, yeah. But, he he does like to be on the uh, front end of saving face in the media. Yeah, I fucking see him. What, what, did, what did James Franco do, bro? What did you do, James? Let's get it. Let's get it. Be a good YouTube clip. <laughs> Five women act 
five women accused actor James Franco of inappropriate or sexual exploitative behavior. Uh, allow ads. God damn it. Hey, I, I got oh, a good, you, you uh, I have a good, um, get, get around for that. There's a Google Chrome app called skip the pay, ads. skip the paywall. And it, it just, it just intercepts that Java right there. dude. you search that Java and let's just read articles like the Google Damn. intended. Um, James Franco, five chicas said inappropriate behavior. Let me just check this height real quick because this will tell all. Five, six. More than six yeah, feet. He's tall, oh, he's tall. See, it's weird. One inch shy. Tell a little bit, dude. Tom the Franco. One inch shy of salvation. Tom Franco here. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Firehouse Art Collective. I feel like I've heard of Firehouse. Douglas and, and Betsy. And Dave Franco. Planet of the Apes, eh? Devil Wears Toupee. Um, James Frankie, five women accusing him. Sick mugshot, dude. Just looking chill. Yeah. Uh, God, you're going to give me with the, the narrative writing, bro? Come on. It should have been a pure moment of trying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. I love it. Great. Journalism. You got like, awesome. But, you oh, know. Yeah. It's a fresh out of college. Just got a, <laughs> just got a job at the LA Times. <laughs> you can just fucking tell. Bury dude. the lead. Why don't you, dude? Bury the lead. Um, 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 let's go CNN here. This is just a Seth Rogen based thing, though. It's, it's, yeah, it's, Seth, it's Seth Rogen news about James Franco being in bad well, news. Yeah, well, Seth Rogen just said, yo, fuck, fuck James. And everyone's like, whoa, dude, he's your buddy. Like, yeah, well. <laughs> I think you know. uh, th- Damn. Why, why was Seth Rogen doing an interview with a Britain Sunday's Time three weeks ago? To save his career. So he went to the Britain Sunday Times. Yeah, I'm just I getting guess my so. cookies there. That's a cool little interface. That's kind of that's kind of new. Britain Sunday Times, nice. Dude. Why his films have not aged well? No one said that until you said it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll, bro, I'll still watch uh, fucking Fifty First Dates or whatever you were in, bro. Like, I'll still have a ball. Define the naughties. Is that how people are spelling naughties? Okay, I get it. I'm with it. I like this tech, this font, dude. What's this font we got going on here? I like it. Little, uh, little sans, sans something there. But their jokes about sex and women make for uncomfortable viewing. You know, it used to be cool that Seth Rogen smoked so much weed. Now that it's illegal, it's like, bro, get a job. (laughs) It was, it was a little bit of the times. Like, hey, it used to be cool because he used to be young. He used to be like a twenty-something fat guy, and now he's all rich and successful. And nobody wants Seth Rogen to be the voice of reason. That's what I'm <laughs> he definitely, definitely tries to be. Definitely tries to be. Yeah. Five eleven. We got any uh, spouse, Lauren? How you looking here? It's cute. <laughs> Looks about a Seth Rogen. <laughs> Looks about Seth Rogen. Uh, let's go a little film. I want to see what the, the stuff he did before the fir- no, this is the, the first popping one. Your first movie was super bad, bro. It's your first movie, was it really? It's your first movie. I don't believe you. 
<laughs> I don't even know what Super Bad was, really. Super Bad. Seth was Rogen fire. had like movies that were always. Dude, the Green Hornet. Have you ever seen Green Hornet, bro? Pretty yes. good. It's pretty good. Not gonna lie. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Sausage Party. LOL, dude. That was. Why'd you do it? You know what? What movies are you gonna say didn't age well? If he says super bad, I'm gonna have to vehemently agree with disagree with that because that's just how kids talk. I don't like Seth had these movies that you always like saw a clip of, and like I never really watched any of dude. This this is the end. I think I saw in theaters. That was pretty good. That was a good film. The interview was good. I didn't see the interview. But like drill bit Taylor I've heard of and stuff. And it's like I've but I've never like seen it. Pineapple Express is just like I did not like Pineapple Express. It's kind of it's drawn on a little bit. Um what does that say? The witch? The watch. That I do not know what that is. <laughs> oh my god, I kinda remember this movie. Who was that guy? That guy on the end. <laughs> he looks familiar. Literally, like I know everybody else, but that guy's just like, who? You Why does he look like he's somewhere. wearing blackface? <laughs> uh, let's see. Norwegian father. You're only going to say his father. Oh, Nigerian father, Norwegian mother. There you go. Hammersmith. Where the hell is Hammersmith? Dude, London, England. Seth Rogie, bro. Received, dude. dude. Seth always did kind of get like. It says it received generally negative views. This is twenty twelve with critics focusing on the plot, frequently vulgar and offensive jokes. There's always just a little bit of friction with Seth Rogen films. Always a little bit. Yeah, it's it's an interesting time for comedy. I'm very interested to see how comedy moves going forward with the younger generation becoming older and the older legacy generation becoming older and their voices being less prominent. Comedy like, uh, should be um, a vehicle a, for truth in society that is hard to say otherwise besides a comedic setting is my belief. Yeah, part of it at least. Yeah, but like when you try to say when you try to say the truth, like a lot of jokes are rooted in truth. And then, like, people want you to not even say the joke because someone might get offended. Suck it. Paul Mooney died. You ever, <laughs> you ever listen to some Paul Mooney? You're saying suck it to me or suck it to them? To them. Who's that? Whoever doesn't enjoy a nice little truthful comedy. Uh, get your Richard Pryor's and whatnot, dude. I never watched a Richard Pryor set. Who's Paul Mooney? Paul Mooney is, uh, you probably recognize him if you look him up, but he's kind of just an old comedian. Apparently he wrote for Pryor sometimes, wrote for other people as well. He was on the Dave Chappelle show for like a skit. But he's dead. He's like kind of a comedian. The guy who said raindrops, he fallen on my head, died too. Raindrops, I don't know that. Who is he? Raindrops, you falling on my head. Uh, it's just like, I don't know his name, but famous song. Sounds like a nice Famous song. Rick and Bonnie, everybody. We're at 26 minutes, yo. Thanks for listening.
Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Bye.